0: Hi Besties, it's your host, Amanda and Sarah, and you're listening to Bestie in a Book.
1: Hey Bestie. Hey Bestie. So <laughs> I think I just almost got on the wrong podcast. <laughs>
0: was so strange and the weird thing is too is like just now when I was trying to send you this new link it's like it wouldn't let you. It wouldn't let me join once I sent it. It was very strange.
1: Very yes, because I pushed. I pushed it, and it's like the session ended. And I'm like, wait, what? And then you pushed me, it sent me another one, and that now we're talking. Um, so if anybody wants to know what we're talking about, Amanda sent me the link to join the podcast, and all of a sudden I get this message saying, "You're about to join Batch Nation ABC," <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Am I about to crash a bachelor podcast here? Am I going to be able to talk to like?" some of the bachelor and bachelorettes. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, it's been a wild technical start to our day today, but we are here and we're really hoping that Wherever you're listening from, this brought you a chuckle and that this episode just starts your week in a really positive and good way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, Sarah, unfortunately, did not get to talk to anybody from Bachelor Nation. Didn't. I would have loved to
1: talk to Jared and Ashley. I, I, I love them so much. And they just had a baby. Oh, I love them. They're my faves.
0: I I love them too. I'm just always so happy that they ended up like working out. I wanted them to so badly. Yes. I mean, Ashley knew.
1: She knew it from day one. She knew. I love it. I love it. <laughs> she stood
0: strong and here she, we are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, uh, Bestie, how was your week? Um, it was good.
1: Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Kitty came into town so, got to hang out with her a little bit. She got me to watch Gossip Girl. So, <laughs> I watched the first two episodes. I haven't gone back yet. But it wasn't horrible. Uh... I will continue to watch it, but I'm still not sure like my feelings about it yet. <laughs> but I will continue to watch it. And the funny thing is Kitty recorded like my reactions, so I've been uploading those like a little bit at a time and so I still have a few more to do. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was interesting. It wasn't the worst thing ever. But yeah, my I don't know yet. We'll see. So you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. <laughs> there is a chance. I don't know, um, but yeah. So that was fun. I am officially on spring break. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> One whole week off. Keith took the week off too. So we're just gonna be here in the house, spring breaking together. Um, and not really sure what we're gonna do. Actually, no, we do know tomorrow we are gonna go to Denton and we're gonna go to some bookstores there. We're gonna go to, we found two local bookstores we want to check out, and then we're gonna go to Barnes and Noble because we don't have a Barnes and Noble here. So that should be a fun little day trip tomorrow. And, um, trying to think. Oh, we started a new series. Keith and I are, are reading the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Moss. I've been seeing, she's a very popular author. Um, She's got the, I think it's called A Court of, wait, I don't know. She's got two very, very popular book series that people are like obsessed with. And then she recently had a book come out and people have just been talking about it nonstop. And I'm like, well, maybe I should read it. But then I realized it's part of a series. So we bought both books. We started reading it last night together. I was reading it out loud. Um, And yeah, so that's kind of fun that we can read that together. Um, And, oh, you know what else? Speaking of Keith, Bestie, did you see on TikTok our most viewed and most liked and most shared video is Keith?
0: I did see that. Oh, my gosh.
1: Like, what? (laughs) Like, he's got over, like, over 2,000 likes. He's got 29 shares, a little over 26,000 views. And I'm like, what? Like this TikTok wasn't even supposed to be a TikTok. Like this was just something I randomly put up there and he's our most viewed. And he's just, I mean, he's loving it. He's just like, yep, they know what they want. They know what they want. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh oh man! So Keith's had a really good week. He honestly, <laughs> he's had a pretty good week. <laughs> he's become famous.
0: He's the bestie in the book. I, we're gonna have to put him as like our face of our brand. <laughs> I know. I
1: told him, I was like, you should come on here and talk about it. You know, talk about all your newfound fame. So, <laughs> but um, love
0: of reading, like, just all kinds of things are happening. <laughs> exactly.
1: But uh, yeah, that was my week. It was, you know, Kitty was here, so that was fun to get to catch up with my sister. And
0: yeah, what about you? I'm so glad you had a good week. I feel like, I don't know, just everything, like just knowing that you have off a week and then just your plans, it all sounds like so much fun. And obviously, I'm so happy that you got to spend time with your sister this past week and that, you know, the three of us were even able to chat a little bit too. Um, So much fun. And as you mentioned, those videos of you experiencing Gossip Girl are slowly being (laughs) on social media and it's. Too funny. Everybody should <laughs> watch those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my week honestly it was a little bit, you know, just uneventful. Um, we had a couple snow days here where, you know, it was we were kind of just like in the house. We started a couple of new series here. Um, we also watched Batman last night. So my husband had never seen Batman, and we watched um, the Dark Knight Rises. So we kind of started in the middle. But um, but yeah, so that was really fun. And then. I'm just really happy, mostly, that the time change happened because, <laughs> you know, usually whenever I get off work at 5 o'clock, then, you know, it's already kind of dark, and so now having that extra hour buffer of sunshine, I'm just so ready to be able to take some longer evening walks, and it also means that spring is right around the corner with warmer weather, so I am ready.
1: <laughs> Yay! We had kind of a little bit of snowy weather on Friday there was like light snow and sleet and it's so funny because that was the day before spring break and for like it was a dress up day and it was like Aloha day and it's like come in your Hawaiian shirts and your your tourist vacation wear and I'm like it's like freezing outside and it's snowing and you want us to wear Hawaiian clothes. Like, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the best you know, <laughs> timing oh. for that snow to come, but
0: <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh. Well hopefully we are both like very, very close to just summer days and sunshine <laughs> i
1: can't wait i'm so excited i need the sun oh me
0: too and honestly this week too i know we talked a little bit about it but it was um you know women's day was celebrated and so i think you and i you know as far as our bestie in a book a community goes wanted to just take a couple minutes just to talk about some of the the women authors who we know and love and have read and talked about on this platform
1: yeah, so, I mean, I think most of my favorite authors are women. You got Jane Austen, Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, um, Allie Hazelwood, Colleen Hoover, um, the two amazing authors that we were lucky enough to speak to, Aria and Bridget, um, just, just so many. Talia Hibbert. I could just go on and on and on.
0: <laughs> I know. And we've had such, I mean, I just feel like with all the authors that we've selected, that we've read together, they've just... Their work has been so amazing. Like we've we've been so fortunate to have some really incredible books that we've already read just this year alone by women authors. And if you're new here, you can definitely go check out our website, um bestieinabook.com. We have our book reviews out there. You can see what we have read, what we are reading, and you know, you can go back and read one of the books we've read and listen to the old podcast episodes where we talk about it and there's just lots of options out
1: there. <laughs> you know, I was thinking we've only read women authors. This is the first male author we've read. It even, is even before we started like the podcast, like when it was just me and you.
0: This is I know. the first male author we've read. Isn't that interesting? Yeah.
1: I think I think subconsciously we were doing that though. We were like, yes, girl power. Like <laughs> yeah, seeking I, those out.
0: <laughs> I definitely think so too. I think we've even like kind of talked about that, like how we really tried to be very selective with who you know we were reading works by and just like really trying to keep all of our options just you know really open just to really try to be diverse and inclusive of everybody and so yeah I I think you're definitely right we I think we kind of did that maybe intentionally
1: yeah oh for sure we did
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness Yeah, yeah so go out there women author authors we've got so many out on our website who we love um but yeah that's about it this week bestie
1: All right. Well, I am ready to do some Bestie Did You Hears. I have two, and I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on both of these. I saw them, and I was like, I need to know what Amanda thinks.
0: I am so excited. Are you ready? All right. Let's go. Okay.
1: (laughs) Now it's time for Bestie Did You hear? So I have two, Bestie, did you hear? Do you have any this week? I do have one this week. Do you want to go first? Sure, I can go first. Okay. Watch it be like the same one. (laughs) Um, Bestie, did you hear? An elementary school assistant principal was fired last week for reading a children's book to a second grade class that was deemed inappropriate by school district leaders. Toby Price was fired from Gary Road Elementary in Alabama after he read I Need a New Butt by Don McMillan to students. The book is about a child who wants a new butt after he finds out his quote-unquote has a huge crack. Price who was the school's assistant principal for three years called the book funny and silly and said he never got complaints when he read it in other school districts in the past um price said he has never had a discipline referral before and that he plans to contest his firing at a march 21st hearing Hines county school superintendent said price was fired for unnecessary embarrassment a lack of professionalism and impaired judgment thoughts bestie
0: oh wow I mean, obviously, like not knowing the context or like the details of the book itself, I don't feel like I can like weigh in as far as like, you know, I, I, you know, I'm assuming it sounds like this is probably like a very lighthearted read with not anything inappropriate um, from the sounds of it. But that's just shocking. And it's just, I don't know, it kind of goes back to just everything we've talked about, about how. I think teachers just have such pressure and sometimes it just feels like they can't do anything right. It's like everybody's going to scrutinize one thing or another, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I, you know... I think it's a little extreme that they fired him. I feel like if they felt like this book was inappropriate, they could have said, hey, like just, you know, written him up and like, you know, this isn't the kind of thing you need to be reading. Now this is a children's book and this is for second graders. And like I said, the premise of this book is that the little boy notices he has a crack on a bottom and he thinks it's broken. And so he goes throughout the book on search of a new one, and he goes through all these different things, like, there's a rocket ship one, so he gets blasted off, and he's like an, an astronaut. There's one where he's got like a let's see, like an armored plated one, so he's like a knight now, and it, it's it's nothing like inappropriate, I guess, if that makes sense. So, again, I just, oh yeah, see, a rocket butt, a robot butt. It's just a silly, funny thing, and I just, I... <sighs> I don't know. I think it's harmless.
0: I do too, honestly. I mean, just, I and I think that just sounds so extreme, like you said, to actually fire him, even if they did think this was inappropriate. Like, it's not like he had the intention to cause harm or
1: anything like that. Right. It's a silly story. I mean, when the kids are going to laugh, they're going to, you know, it's like, are there, I'm pretty sure, aren't there books out there where like, like the kid has like, he like, it's like underwear or something? Isn't there like a cap? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Captain Underpants. Isn't that a thing? Yes. Is, is that is that not okay? Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of Captain Underpants right now. I'm sure these books are in the school's libraries where he's literally just got a pair of underwear on, some tidy whiteies, and a robe. I mean, a cape. Goodness. Like, <sighs> I don't know. This is, it's, I, yeah, I think it's a bit extreme. I was kind of shocked that he got fired. Hopefully, like I said, he's going to appeal it. So hopefully um, he wins that. But I hope so. You'll have to
0: keep us updated if you hear anything more. And I'll kind of try to follow the story too. But I hope
1: he gets to keep going. Yeah. I mean, his hearing, it's on the 21st of this month. So we should know pretty soon here. Okay. Um, I do have another one that I want your opinion on. This one's kind of long. But I just feel like I have to read it in its entirety for to get the full picture. <laughs> yeah. So, Bestie, did you hear? There's a page on Reddit called Am I the A-Hole? It, it obviously says the real word, but I'm trying not to get us an E rating here. Um. So, basically, it's a space where people share their arguments and conflicts and um, people can basically say, you know, yes, you're an a-hole or no, you were right, things like that. So um, a man posted this, and I'm going to read it to you now, and then I would love to hear your opinion on it. This happened this weekend, me being in my early 30s and my girlfriend in her late 20s. I was invited to a wedding ceremony of a colleague and could bring someone with me. I asked my girlfriend that I've been dating for a year if she would like to join me, and she was really happy because she apparently loves weddings. Since we don't live together, I drove to pick her up so we'd have some time to spare before the ceremony. As she comes out, she looks really beautiful and has obviously put in time to fix her hair and makeup. She's also wearing an off-white dress that was rather ornate. As she got in, I told her that she looks stunning, but I asked if she could change to a different colored dress for the ceremony. I'm not one for etiquette by far, but one of the few things I have heard everywhere is that you should not wear a white dress to a wedding unless you're the bride. She became pretty upset and wanted to know what was wrong with her dress. I said that it would be inappropriate to wear a white or off-white dress unless you're the bride and that it's like wedding law or something, trying to be lighthearted about it. She rolled her eyes and said that it was an outdated tradition about women and virginity and that when her friends got married, everyone wore white and that it's not a big thing anymore. My girlfriend became really upset and told me that I was trying to control what she was wearing and that it was abusive, which honestly made me really upset and hurt. I said something along the lines of, F, will you? Well, you shouldn't go to a wedding with an abuser then. And then I told her to F off out of my car. She began to cry and wanted to apologize and give me a hug, but I just told her to get out, which she did. To clarify, we never left the driveway by her home. I did not drop her off in the middle of nowhere or anything like that. I drove off and she called and texted me a bunch. I answered, I don't wanna talk right now, and then turned my phone off and attended the ceremony. The bride was the only one that was wearing white, so I feel as if my gut feeling was the right one. When I got home, My phone had blown up by texts from her and her best friend saying that I was being inconsiderate and controlling and should apologize for my behavior. I vented to a few friends, most of them agreeing with me, but some have said that it was an a-hole thing to tell her that she could not wear her dress because it had nothing to do with me. I feel as if I was in the right since it was my colleague's wedding and it was better to be safe than sorry but I'm also not sure if I was being an a-hole about the situation. So, Bestie, was he an a-hole?
0: Oh, Bestie. So here's my thoughts. <laughs> and I know it's probably gonna be controversial no matter you know what you or I think here, but I think from my standpoint, oh, I hope you don't hate me for this. I will hate I, you. <laughs> oh, I feel like because you know, she was a guest coming to this wedding of these individuals that she did not personally know. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, the couple, you know, I've, I've seen and been to weddings where the the couple might ask all guests to wear white or like have a specific theme. Mm -hmm. But I just always kind of hold, you know, in my heart, the tradition of like white or off white should kind of be reserved for the bride. Um, I I don't know. I mean, obviously, like maybe it kind of got a little bit intense between them both, like escalating to that point. But I just personally would not wear white myself. Um,
1: I don't know. What are your thoughts? He absolutely was not an a hole in this situation. She okay, should we wear agree? white. Okay, good. You really scared me. What is she thinking? <laughs> what is she thinking? You don't wear white to a wedding. No. No you just don't do it unless like you said it's a specific dress code where they want you to wear all white they want everybody to wear white you don't do it you just don't do it whether it's an old tradition a silly tradition an outdated tradition I don't care it's still one that people abide by it's just common courtesy you don't wear white
0: yes and also I just think that again it's like it's not like these are her near and dear friends where she kind of knows them personally already yes
1: yeah i mean yeah they're his friends or his colleagues she's a guest of a guest and he's like you know i just don't really you know i, I, I would appreciate it if you didn't offend anybody <laughs> type thing and the fact that she called him abusive i it's one thing if a if a boyfriend husband does control like somebody's what, what their wife is wearing like oh i don't want you to want, wear that because i think it's too revealing or i don't want you to wear that blah 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 yes that is an, a, a situation of, like, abusive. This was not. He simply was saying, hey, we're going to a wedding. Could you maybe try a different color dress? Like he said, you look beautiful. Like, you look amazing. Just, it's not really appropriate. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so, yeah.
1: I agree with you. I'm glad we agree on this
0: one. Because I definitely was like, oh, no. I didn't know if you were going to side with, you know, her. But, no, I definitely think he is not being of, uh, you know what, in this situation.
1: Yeah, no, I don't either. hes I, I think he was in his right to ask her to please change the dress. I think she was kind of being a little baby about it. There were some people that, well, there were people that agreed with him and said, you know, you, know, you were not the A-Hall. There were others that said uh, yes, she probably shouldn't wear white, but he went about this the wrong way. And like, asking her, so I don't know. There was a little. There was a little mix, but I think in general, I didn't read all the responses. But I think in general, most people agreed with him that you just don't wear white to a wedding yeah. unless you're yeah. the bride, unless exactly. you're the bride, or if it's specified. I agree. <laughs> <sighs> all yeah. right. Well, that was mine. That's all I got.
0: Those are good. Okay. Well, so mine. I just have one, Bestie. Did you hear? Um, but my question is, Bestie, did did you or have you heard of India Sasha? Yes, Sasha no I don't think so okay well I am just so excited to like share her name on her platform this week hopefully everybody can go and follow her on Instagram um her Instagram is slowly and well actually not slowly anymore but it's quickly now taking off by storm um Ooh. so essentially I just absolutely love her so much. She's 20 years old, and she has a rare congenital hand defect. Um, And essentially, initially, her condition once left her feeling alone and isolated. But now she's proclaimed herself as the CEO of One Hand Humor. And she's essentially taking her story and really just her, you know, sharing this with the entire world and I just absolutely love what she's doing. Um, She has an Instagram. It's called by India Sasha and there is a period after the buy. So it's by dot India Sasha and she is just so such a ray of light. Um, She's really trying to stop everyone, you know, from having the thought that everybody uh, needs to consider like normal to be one specific way. Um, And she basically is saying like normal conforming to a standard, usual, typical or expected is not something that we all need to actually believe in. One in five people have a disability and seeing disabled bodies represented in media should be than normal and I just love her I just she's such a ray of light like I said and I love what she's
1: doing I just looked her up and I'm following her now Um, she's gorgeous oh my goodness wow <laughs> yes. she I, I'm just going through her Instagram right now and she looks freaking amazing like wow good for her that's awesome
0: I know it, it's just it's so nice you know that don't know she's doing what she's doing because you know we've talked about how a lot of brands like only show one specific type of body and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and I just love that she's you know just trying to change that and I hope that everybody goes and follows her too
1: yeah I mean definitely uh, representation matters so wow oh she looks so cool she would be a a good bestie I can already tell we would get along so well (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I'm like Go stalking her-, her Instagram now
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's adorable she's beautiful her personality is just infectious Aww. and yes oh well, that's awesome thank you for sharing that you're welcome yeah I just I don't know as I know you and I we like to you know try to bring awareness to things we feel passionate about and I was like we have mm-hmm. to tell the world this girl and <laughs> how did you find her Honestly, it's so funny. I One of her reels just kind of popped up on my personal Instagram when I was scrolling one day mm-hmm. and it just like, it caught my attention and I was like, oh my gosh, she is hilarious like, and just so authentic and genuine and I was like, who is this girl? And then I just was watching everything <laughs> else she did and I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. Oh, well,
1: thank you for introducing me to her because now I'm following her. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: Good. I'm so glad. But yeah, so that was my bestie. Did you hear? Indeed. Yeah, Sasha. Oh, that
1: was a good one. Um, Bestie, I need to talk about this book because I have so many questions. And honestly, I'm a little confused, and I'm hoping you're just as confused as I am. Or maybe you can help me out a little bit, like explain I... some things.
0: <laughs> I will do my very best, but I am ready. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this book. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Hey fasty. Hey, um what's going on in this book? What are we reading? Like what is <laughs> happening here? I, I just oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> there is a lot. There's Oh my goodness. Okay, well, so for everybody who's joining today, we are talking about The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Um, This is our new book for this month, so we are just starting to kind of get into it. Um, Today's going to be the first time we're talking about it, and for this week, we're going to be talking about the first 31 chapters.
1: I mean, I would say, you know, spoiler warning here, but I'm not really sure I know everything that's exactly going (laughs) on here, so... There's a lot.
0: There, yes. Where so, do we
1: start? Where, where do you want to start?
0: Well, maybe to your point earlier, so just for a little bit of background and context for the listeners, this novel is Stuart Turton. It's his first novel. So this is the very first time that he's published anything um, and we're getting to read this. And essentially this novel, it was first published in 2018 by HarperCollins. Um, I don't know, Bestie, if since then he's had any other work. That's uh, been published. Do you know?
1: Uh, I am not sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But so this is his first work. Um, It's very interesting because it kind of has elements of like science fiction and fantasy. But then also the elements in the plot are kind of featuring things traditionally associated with like a murder mystery or it's just very interesting. It's very hard for me to even kind of understand what genre genre, um, it is.
1: It, I, I mean, I would say yeah, I would say murder mystery. But then you're right; it's like it's got these fantasy elements to it as well. I don't know—fantasy, yeah. murder, mystery. Yes, with time travel, body tra- changing, and like all kinds of different. That's true. There is time travel, so that's sci-fi sci-fi fantasy murder mystery <laughs> that is what we bring to you this month he, he just he just said you know what i'm just gonna write a book with every genre in it
0: oh um, well, stewart success
1: <laughs> i'm looking at, it does look like he has some other books uh one two i can see three right now maybe four three or four hmm. okay so yeah um, well i'm I'm this one has got me hooked. like I might not know everything that's going on right now, but i I am hooked. <laughs> I am too. I've been loving it. I feel
0: like I want to keep picking it up and just like reading more to figure out like what's happening now. But yes. I do have a question for you. So to start off, like, okay. were you surprised that the narrator was a male? because I don't know why, but I just sort of, Maybe for some reason just because of the title, like I really thought we were gonna be reading a story from this Evelyn character's uh like viewpoint.
1: I was not surprised that it was a male because the back of the book talks about how Aiden Bishop has to identify. Well that makes sense. So I assumed I assumed it was gonna be through Aiden's point of view. What got me though is that the very beginning while we're reading this it's talking about all these people and I'm like wait where's this Aiden guy like what is what is this and then the first girl that he's really worried about is this Anna I'm like wait where's Aiden where's Evelyn like what is going on here am I reading the right book like (laughs) like what's happening so that confused me
0: quite a bit me too. And I will say like having the audiobook, I didn't have the back of the book. So that does ah. make sense that you were like, okay, so you kind of knew I was very confused. <laughs>
1: gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. I mean, the her name is on the, on the title. You would think maybe it's like an Addie LaRue type yes. situation. I think that's exactly what I was thinking. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. It starts in
0: a way that was like, It was very it was it unfolded in like a a very confusing way it kind of just like you know it gradually as a reader you know we're able to sort of understand this complex setup um but i don't know bestie it definitely took me a second and i think that it was creative the way that the author did that because i think he wanted us to feel some of that chaos That Aiden was feeling in the beginning of this story, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, I definitely feel it. I'm just like, the way that he's trying to remember certain things, you know, going from day to day, person to host to host, I'm kind of having to remember everything as well. And I'm like, I am just as lost as you are, Aiden. Like, I'm kind of figuring this, I mean, essentially, you're this character, almost. He's almost made it to where you are a character, like you're, you're the host too. Wow, that's so cool. I just thought about that. Yeah. It's almost like you're you're in this too, and you're playing along. I guess this is a game. I'm not really sure what is happening here. What is this black Keith place? Why is he there? I have I, I have no idea. Also, do you know what, what time setting we're in? Um, I actually don't know if they actually <laughs> told us. I don't think they did. And so I'm like, is this something modern? Is it old timey, like Downton Abbey type thing? Like. I don't know like I, I I'm 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 when I'm reading it I'm assuming it's like old-timey
0: I am too just because of like I feel like the the setting and everything like that I, I envisioned it as as being sort of yeah set. yeah
1: um but yeah I mean it's it's brilliantly written it's definitely keeping me intrigued I want to know. I mean, I want to know everything. I want to know who this murderer is. I need to know who this plague doctor is. I mean, who everybody is. Annie, like, we have all these characters and yet we really don't know anything that much about them. Like, uh, we know bits and pieces, characteristics, but there's not a whole lot. And we've got a lot of characters already, and uh, it's it's, it's a little hard keeping up with everyone.
0: (laughs) I know
1: I was actually I told my
0: husband the other day because I was telling him about you know what we were reading and I was like it's so complex like I almost think I need a character chart and I kind of feel like I'm in the game of Clue.
1: <laughs> yes no I exactly I feel like I'm in Clue and I think that's maybe I mean because it is like a murder mystery the character Aiden is you know trying to solve this mystery and I think maybe that's I mean I could be way off base here but maybe that's you know, Stuart's, way of writing is that you know we're supposed to be a little bit confused we're supposed to be having to remember things almost like we're a detective picking up clues too as we're you know fighting along with him like maybe where he wanted us to kind of feel that way so which if that is true I mean that's I mean this is amazing like I was reading one of the reviews and it's talking about how this book is incredibly bonkers but it's so good I'm like yeah that's the way to describe it (laughs) like so far this book is bonkers. (laughs)
0: it is and it just kind of like touching on characters i know as you mentioned there's so many but i love the way that he named certain characters certain things like um i wrote down this one quote in, and it was like my brother was murdered by a chap named charlie carver oh. i was like the last name carver for somebody who like murdered somebody like i just i love i don't know i think oh. there's a lot of details that you know i think i think he is a brilliant writer yeah i
1: didn't pick up on that that is a good little thing wow yeah charlie carver it, it sounds like a like a yes. bad person <laughs> yes <laughs> um who do you what is your theory on why aiden's there or how he got there do you have one yet
0: i don't yet and to be honest with you like i still am trying to understand Like you mentioned, the setting too, Mm -hmm. because what was confusing to me was, you know, there was that quote that said, um, essentially, like "black heat's only alive so long as people are in it." Mm -hmm. I'm like, where are they? Like, what is this?
1: That's something. Is this some kind of like other realm? Is this some kind of virtual reality thing? Uh, Like maybe he's like some in he like his body, Aiden's body, is somewhere like in a lab, and he's like asleep type thing, and he's put into this place. Like, I, I don't know. Like. And then I want to know why he got there. I know there's there's two other people in there that are trying to figure out this murder as well. Um, but they don't change hosts the way that he does. So you've got the footman, who apparently is trying to like kill Aiden. And then you've got Annie, who's working with him?
0: Yes. I think they're both trying to solve it together because... Yes obviously they know but then i'm just wondering are they going to be able to solve it together because it sounds like only one person can exactly only one
1: person can get out um and then it's too it sounds like he's done this quite a bit uh because the plague doctor so the guy who's kind of running it all and that like little seems like a little mastermind has said something about you know this is how this happens and this is how you know the loop goes and you have eight days and then you fail and then you start over. So I'm wondering how many times has Aiden done this and he, he loses his memory every time. Um, and then it was interesting that the play doctor, you know, he said, uh, you know, normally you enter the hosts. Uh, in order when they woke up that day. Because he's just repeating the same day over and over again. And then this time around, though, he switched it. So he, in a sense, and I think Annie mentioned it, or somebody mentioned it, that it seems like the Plague Doctor wants Aiden to be the one to solve this. And so this time around, in this loop, he's changed the order in which Aiden enters the hosts. So I'm like, okay, what's going on there? And then Aiden also, I thought it was so cool the way that Aiden can see his future self in hosts. Because yeah. so it's like, so it is this time traveling type thing. So he's kind of like helping himself out. And I, I don't know. I just thought that was so cool. And I have a theory and it's probably really, really wrong way up base. What if Aiden is somehow the plague doctor? <gasps> ooh, I don't ooh. know. I, that might be too far fetched. And I don't know how that would tie that in. But I was like, ooh, what if he's like the plague doctor somehow? Like his future self too? Like, I, I don't know. Oh, my gosh, that's so interesting. Yeah, go ahead.
0: (laughs) I was just going to say, I kind of love the idea of having the different hosts every day, though, just because I thought Mm -hmm. that was, like, so interesting to see characters in this way, like, you know, meet the different characters this way. Um, It was kind of fascinating. And did you think... um, there was like any correlation between um, Luce and this plague doctor when you were reading?
1: Oh, of course, because he's like controlling everything (laughs) and he shows up like in in secret places and just gives vague little messages and then disappears. For sure, I feel like this kind of almost evil, creepy sense from him, so. Yes, me too. 100%. Oh my gosh. What if Evelyn's a plague doctor? (gasps) She does seem to know somehow she who let her, somebody let her know that she was gonna die. She's working with somebody too. Yeah, yeah she was. I'm trying to remember who All I know is she remember her saying that she has to do this or her brother will somehow his brother will be his life life ruined Ooh. so she has to go because we do get to see her death finally and sh- but it's her shooting herself. And I'm like, wait a second, I thought she was murdered. And now here's a suicide. Was she forced to do the suicide? And that's why it's considered murder. And so oh. many questions, there so many questions. questions.
0: Oh my goodness. It's been a really fun read though. Like it definitely has me hooked. It's something like I've never read before.
1: Oh yeah, no, me too. I've never read anything like this. And it's, I was a little worried because it's, you know, to split it it was 30 chapters and i was like oh man this is probably gonna be like a long read i will admit it took me a little bit to get into it the first kind of chapter because i think maybe because it just starts off so like you're just in it um but after that it's gone by pretty quickly where i'm just like okay i i don't want to stop because i need to know what happens next like yes it's just like there's no i don't know like it keeps you going. It keeps you interested. It's not one of those books that that you would be like, "Oh, I'll just read one chapter or two, and then I can come back to it later." It's like, no, what is going to happen?
0: <laughs> yes, and it's you're so right though. At the beginning, I was, I think it was just so chaotic that I was like, it took me a couple chapters to like get into the flow. But then once yes. I did, I was
1: like, oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay. Well, I know, like I said, we're 30 chapters in and yet we still don't really have any kind of answers, or at least I don't really have any kind of clues that I'm like really like set on. But do you have any idea who is behind the murder of Evelyn Hardcastle at this point? I'll be honest. No. And like, I feel like with our book last month, I kind of had
0: like some like hunches or like things I could see happening, but this book just has me so like, I don't even know what the word is i guess i could just see it going in so many different
1: directions i know i have one thing what if it's like aiden somehow like not not the ho- not him and a host but like him actually the Aiden person who we really technically haven't really seen because he's always inside somebody else's body what if somehow he's the murderer
0: maybe i mean the only thing i can think of though is he just seems to have so much empathy and I just feel like with all the characters like he encounters or is, you know, hosting or the host of, he just always seems so empathetic to everybody. And like, mm-hmm. can't see him being
1: cruel, especially even how he like buried the little bird and stuff yeah. like I think the obvious one they're trying to put us on and where Aiden's kind of headed is obviously her parents. We know that her parents, where they imply, she implies that they don't really like her because they blame her for her brother's um, murder. Um, And so I think, but I think that's too obvious for them to be behind it.
0: I agree. I definitely
1: agree. So, I mean, again, I I wish I could talk more on this book, but again, I'm just so like (laughs) confused and like... (laughs) I think
0: I think it had to like set us up in this way though. And it's so funny that like it's taken 30 chapters and like we're still wildly confused. We're but still
1: nowhere. I'm still not really sure how this whole arrangement works. We know that now that when he falls asleep, if it's after midnight, he goes to a new host. But if it's before midnight and he falls asleep, he'll go back to somebody. He has to finish a day in everybody's body. So sometimes he goes back other people who didn't who fell asleep and they didn't get to finish their day so it's just i'm still trying to make sense of it all me
0: too well i hope that by the time we talk next in two weeks we will have all the clarity that we so hope for
1: (laughs) i don't think i I think we're gonna like my mind's just gonna be blown i'm gonna be like did you see that coming like (laughs) i did not see that coming I'm excited though I don't know
0: if I can like I think this is going to be one that I'm actually going to be like finishing up very soon like not waiting the whole two weeks
1: oh no yeah for sure I'm finished well I mean I'm on spring break so I'm finishing it this this week like (laughs) I I can't I can't not not know what's gonna happen like I think too my anxiety is starting to kick in with this one (laughs) I'm like who's doing it who's behind all this I know, me too. And then for
0: poor Aiden too, I was like, "This has to, this would be like so stressful." <laughs> oh man, I just
1: I hope it has a somewhat happy ending. Me too. I, but I mean, it's called the Seven and have deaths in our castle, so I don't know. I hope it's not one that leaves us guessing and thinking, kind of like a uh, Velvet was the night. Oh, but okay. I feel like we came up with our own conclusion. We we made an end to our old our own story with with little Elvis. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we
0: did. They lived happily ever after. 100%. <laughs> oh, anyways.
1: Well, okay. So, in two weeks, like you said, we will be discussing the last half of the seven and a half, seven and a half deaths of Evelyn Harsh castle, and hopefully we'll have some answers and know who uh, is behind the murder. I can't wait. All right. Well, this was fun. Anything else we need to talk about today, Busty?
0: I don't think so. I think you know. I think we kind of have like the perfect setup now with the book, and I kind of feel like now everything is just kind of unfold. I
1: think so too. Oh, I'm so excited! Everyone, read this book if you have it. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's, it will... it's... yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just, it's a ride. It's a ride. <laughs> it is. It is. You will. I. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know more to say about it. Just go read it. Go read it. Oh man. Well,
0: thanks for talking, bestie, and for everybody out there. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and we will see you on our social media channels until next Sunday, or for our, you guys Monday.
1: Yeah. All right. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye, besties. Bye, besties.